Kia ora. Welcome to the Arise Church podcast. For more details, you can find us at arisechurch.com. But right now, we're going to hear from our senior leader, Amy Kendrew. We trust you'll enjoy today's message. the pinnacle of life, right, is that search for contentment, for joy, for happiness, for that sense of everything aligning and coming together. But I believe a trap that we can all fall into is that we tend to look for happiness in all the wrong places. And I believe that we can find joy, we can find happiness. The happiest place on earth is in the presence of our God. And so this morning, would we pray, and then we're going to get into the message. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you for your presence. Thank you for uh, what you've already done in lives here this morning. And we pray that you would come and you would speak through me, Lord. Lord, I pray that your presence would fill this place, fill every lounge room, fill that auditorium in Dunedin, God, that you would be with us. And Lord, you would move in this place this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, what we're going to do this morning is we're going to look at some scriptures, look at what the Bible says about joy. Then we're going to look at some ways that the enemy can come and try and steal our joy. And then we're going to look at how we can live every day in the presence of God and the fullness of His joy. And then I hope you brought your singing voices this morning because we're going to put it into practice. We are going to all be part of the worship team today and we're going to praise the Lord, oh my soul. So I'm just giving you plenty of warning this morning to warm up those vocal cords because we are going to praise our great God together. It says this in Isaiah 61 verses 1 to 3. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of His splendour. And then it says this in Psalm 16, verse 11, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. I wanna ask us all here today, those watching online, those in Dunedin, I wanna ask us this question all together this morning. Where does my joy come from? Where does my joy come from? You see, we're all searching for true joy. And the trap we can fall into is that we try and find joy in a person, in a possession, in a place, in a push notification, in a purchase but those all end up falling short. There is the endless pursuit of happiness that can look something like looking forward to something with great expectation and anticipation or looking back on something and thinking, that was so great, but here I am in the middle and I feel so dissatisfied. We can think this world is so wonderful yet so horrible all at the same time. A few years ago, we took our family 
to the happiest place on earth, Disneyland. And we'd spent years saving and planning. You know, we would think, we thought we are gonna clock parenting and we are gonna take our children to Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. And you know, after years of saving and planning and, and doing all of that sort of stuff, we arrive at Disneyland. And our three-year-old, Nora, she, we're in the line at Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. And she looks at me and says, I don't want to be here. I just want to go home. But this can be a picture of us all, right? That we all think, when I get there, when I do this, when I have this, then I will have true joy. Then I'll be happy. But without Jesus, without the presence of God in our lives, whatever we search for will always fall short. The happiest place on earth is in the presence of God. Not something out there, but something in here. In your presence is fullness of joy. Fullness of joy is found in the presence of God, in knowing Him, in pursuing Him, in serving and worshipping Him. That is the happiest place on earth. So we know that this is the kind of joy that the presence of God offers us. We know that in His presence there is fullness or completeness of joy. So why do we struggle to live there? Why do we struggle to stay there? Why do we continually pursue other things thinking they are going to give us joy when we know the only place we can find joy is in the presence of God? Ben's just texted me. I really hope it's not an update about the game. I thought I had flight mode on. I was like, I'm not gonna get distracted. This is really, okay, anyway, come on. Why do we struggle to live there? Distraction. Um, John 10 verse 10. The thief comes to steal and kill and destroy. But I have come, Jesus speaking, to give them life and life to the full, to give them a rich and satisfying life. And just as Jesus has a plan for our lives, to give us joy, to give us fullness of joy, so too the enemy has a plan for our lives that includes stealing and killing and destroying our joy. Isaiah 61, God's plan is that we would be a people of beauty, a people of joy, a people of praise, a people of righteousness that would give glory to our God. But the enemy's plan is that we would have ashes, that we would have mourning and that we would live in despair, that we would endlessly pursue happiness in all of these different places and continually fall short. Throughout the Bible, don't we see that? Where the people of God continually turn away from Him and try and create their own idols, create their own gods, and then God is saying, come back to me. In me, you will find the fullness of joy. So today I wanna talk to us about three ways that the enemy can try and steal our joy and then three ways that we can try and take it back. So three ways the enemy can try and steal our joy. Firstly, the thoughts in our mind. The thoughts in our mind, ashes, ashes. They often in the Old Testament, when they're grieving, they would put ashes on their head to show that they are in mourning or in a place of despair. And sometimes that's the way we can live, when the enemy can get into our head 
And there's a lot of dead stuff and a lot of grief and a lot of stuff going on in the middle of our minds that is not of God. And we can struggle. We are distracted. We are confused. We are riddled with anxiety. You know, this week we were talking in our life group. I love our life group. I love it. Opportunity just to share life together with people in our world. And this week in our life group, we were just sharing about how hard it is to just stay focused. We live in a busy and distracted world, right? And maybe this is just me, but I really struggle sometimes just to sit and watch a program on Netflix. Like, just watch that. I feel like I'm being lazy or not productive because I'm not also scrolling on my phone or doing something else or messaging someone back or checking my emails. There is just this feeling of we have to constantly be busy. And this busyness starts in our minds. And the enemy has won a great victory when he can get it in our heads and there is no room for the presence of God in our minds. So that's the first way that the enemy can try and steal our joy, fill our minds with stuff, ashes, dead stuff, busyness, distraction, confusion, anxiety. The second way that the enemy can come and try and steal our joy is in the emotions of our soul, mourning. We can be so led by our feelings, right? We live in a world that sort of almost praises this, that you are what you feel, or just do whatever feels right. And you can feel good one day and you can feel terrible the next. And we live in this emotional roller coaster of life. And there is great victory for the enemy when we can just live led by our emotions, by what is going on in our soul. This grieving, this bitterness, this mourning, this hurt. And instead of allowing God to be Lord over every part of our lives, we've allowed feelings to become our Lord. And the enemies won a great victory when there's no room for the presence of God in our heart. And the third way that the enemy can come and try and steal our joy is in the confession of our mouth in despair. So firstly, the enemy tries to get into our thoughts, get into our head, get into our mind, start to speak lies over us, start to fill our minds with anxiety and worry. Secondly, we start to try and, we start to feel it, right? We start to think it, then we start to feel it, and then we just start to allow our feelings to determine what we say, our confession. Maybe for you this morning, some of these words seem familiar. Oh, it'll always be this way. It always turns out like this. I'll never be able to change. This is just the way it is. We start to despair. We start to respond. We start to have grumbling and complaining instead of praise. And the enemy has won a great victory when there is no room for the praises or the presence of God in what we say in our language. Jesus said that the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. These things either work individually or altogether, our thoughts, our feelings, our words, to create 
a world of turmoil and rob us of our joy, the joy of his presence. And often it starts in our thoughts, it gains traction in our hearts, and then it comes out of our mouths and we create a world that is devoid of joy. So instead of living in the happiest place on earth in the presence of God, we live in a world of turmoil. But that is not the life that God has for us. In this verse that I read out at the start, Isaiah 61, Jesus, this was one of the first things he preached in the temple. The prophet Isaiah comes and he's declaring this to the nation of Israel. And I am here to declare to you today, this is God's promise for you and for me, that the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me to declare good news to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, to release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour, to bestow a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. For the glory of God, that we would be a people of beauty, that we would be a people of joy, and that we would be a people of praise. That we would have a new confession for a new season. I love that song that we sang, that new song. Do something new. Do something new in me. Do something new in me again. And I'm believing for a rise church. God is gonna do something new in a new season that we would have a new confession. We would have a new mindset. God is doing something new in us. A joy that doesn't depend on circumstances, doesn't depend on whether the All Blacks have just won or not. Doesn't depend as I was coming through very turbulent clouds this morning. It doesn't depend on whether there is turbulence or not. It doesn't depend on what I'm facing in the natural because it shifts something in me. It may not change the circumstances around me. I may still be in that plane and it may still be bumping around but it shifts something in me. Takes my mind and attention off myself and onto a God who is bigger. The happiest place on earth is in the presence of God. So how can we live in this place? How can we experience the fullness of His presence every day? Well, as the enemy tries to steal our joy through our thoughts, through our feelings, through our words, we must take them back. We must claim those things back that we would put on the crown of beauty instead of ashes, that we would have joy in our minds. That crown of beauty represents a, a, a turban or tiara, a crown, something that is of great value and great beauty. In Philippians 4, part of that joy epistle that I know uh, Chris mentioned, I know Ben mentioned in this series so far, in that prison, in that cell, in that place of great darkness, that he would say these words, always be full of joy. Always be full of joy. I'll say it again, rejoice. And then he goes on to say this. Now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true, honourable, right, pure, lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. 
joy starts in our minds. That we might have dead things roaming around in the arena of our thoughts, things we are allowing to take up space. But I believe that God is wanting to restore joy to people's minds right now. That He would turn those dead things into beautiful things. That we would say, my identity is in Him. I surrender to His Lordship. I am a son or I'm a daughter of the King. I know who I am and I know whose I am. I have hope because of this. I can boldly come into His presence. I don't need to live confused. I don't need to live distressed. I don't need to live anxious, but I can live with peace in my mind. So every day, Take a thought stock take. What am I thinking about? What is taking up room in here? Maybe I need to get rid of some stuff. I need to throw out some junk. Firstly, we've got to allow joy to enter our mind. Secondly, the oil of joy instead of mourning. Joy in our hearts, joy in our souls. Proverbs 17, 22, a joyful heart is good medicine. Psalm 22, verse 11. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Saviour and my God. The oil of joy represents the anointing or the infilling of the Holy Spirit, that we would surrender to His Lordship and not the Lordship of our feelings and our emotions. The joy of the Lord, as we sang this morning, it's more than a feeling. This oil of joy is health to our bodies, strength when we feel weak. The Holy Spirit is like medicine to our soul, that regardless of circumstances, I can be facing hardship, yet I still have the joy of the Lord. I could be staring down some tough decisions, but I still have the joy of the Lord. It's not toxic positivity. It's not fake it till you make it but it is good medicine from the inside out. Joy of the Lord. So we've got to speak to our soul and allow it to be filled with the oil of joy. Spend every day, sometime every day, allowing the Holy Spirit, come and fill me, come and fill me, come and fill me, Holy Spirit. I spend time in His presence through worship, through prayer, and allow His presence to fill my soul. And finally, we've got to put on the garment of praise instead of the spirit of despair. That is joy in our words. Psalm 30, verse 11. You have turned my mourning into joyful dancing. I hope you're getting ready to praise the Lord this morning. You have taken away my clothes of mourning and clothed me with joy that I might sing praises to you and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give you thanks forever. Not be silent. Not be silent. You know, so many times I feel that the the enemy tries to steal our words. I don't know about you, but sometimes when I'm feeling down and I'm feeling low, the first thing that happens is I just go quiet. I shut down, I go silent. And I believe that there is a generation of people that have lost their voice, lost their praise, lost their ability to sing and worship God. And the garment of praise represents our confession, our response. And it must be a choice every day to put it on. 
Instead of despair and heaviness, I'm gonna put on the garment of praise. Psalm 119 says, seven times a day, I praise you. Sometimes we just gotta stop. Maybe you gotta set an alarm on your phone and say, I'm gonna praise Him. I'm gonna praise Him. I'm gonna praise Him. I'm gonna praise Him. You know I might be facing this, but I'm going to praise Him anyway. Change your confession. You know, joy can work backwards. We start confessing it, then we start feeling it, and then we start thinking it. And you know, for us in this room, maybe today, maybe watching online, maybe in Dunedin, you need to change your confession. You need to begin praising God. God, I praise You for the sun shining. God, I praise You for who You are. God, I praise You for my family. I praise You for my health. I praise You for the opportunities. Praise the Lord, oh my soul. Praise the Lord, oh my soul. The band can come up and join me. We're gonna sing in a moment. We're gonna sing that song, Praise the Lord, oh my soul. The happiest place on earth is in the presence of God. And for everyone in this room, watching online, down in Dunedin, you can live in the presence of God in the fullness of His joy. When we fill our minds with beauty, when we think about things that are good and right and honourable and pure, excellent, worthy of praise, when we fill our hearts with the oil of joy, allow our souls to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and when we fill our mouths with praise, thanksgiving, gratitude, Worship toward our great God. You know, last week, can I just be honest with you here? Uh, I was not having a good day. You know, sometimes doing this role, it's a little bit overwhelming sometimes, can I be honest with you? And I just was starting to feel a little bit overwhelmed. And it started in my thoughts. I was like, oh, I I don't know. I don't know if I've got what it takes. I don't know if I can do this. And then I started to keep meditating on that thought. And then I started to feel it in my soul. Started to feel a bit low, a bit drained, a bit empty. Like, oh, just, ugh. just kind of sat. And sometimes it's easier, right? Just to sit and stew in your feelings, then do something about it. And I just sat, stewed for a little bit. And then I found it started to come out in my confession. God, I, d- I just don't know. I don't know if you've chosen the right person. God, I don't, I don't know if, you can do, if I can do this. And that night I found myself, I was at home, put the kids to bed and Ben was out. And I had a choice to make, right? Whether I could just stay in this place. And I believe it's a decision we all face every day. Am I gonna stay in this place? Am I gonna allow these thoughts to land? Am I gonna allow this feeling to dictate my actions? Where will my joy come from? So I made a choice that night just to open the Word. And I began to read those Psalms and some of those passages that I've read out today. Praise the Lord, oh my soul. He's clothed me with joy, garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. Worship the Lord with gladness. Why so downcast on my soul, yet will I praise Him? And you know, it didn't change reality, but something began to shift in me. And I sat down at the piano and I just started to play. 
not as good as Nate this morning, but I began to sing and I just began to confess, sing praises to God. And I just felt something begin to shift and change in me. And you know when you start singing a song and we sing songs all the time in church and we listen to songs, but it was like the words of this, this song just came alive to me. And I began to sing that song, Praise, when it says, I'll praise in the valley and I'll praise on the mountain. I'll praise when I'm sure and I'll praise when I'm doubting. My praise is a weapon. It's more than a sound. My praise is the waters my enemies will drown in. So as long as I'm breathing, I've got a reason to praise the Lord on my soul. I'll praise when I feel it and I'll praise when I don't. I'll praise because I know you're still in control. My praise is a weapon. It's more than a sound. My praise is the shout that brings Jericho down. So as long as I'm breathing, I've got a reason to praise the Lord. And then it says, I won't be quiet. My God is alive. How could I keep it inside? And that's when something just really broke over me. I was like, I'm not gonna be quiet. My God is alive. How can I keep it inside? And He said, I'll praise cause you're sovereign. I'll praise cause you reign. I'll praise cause you rose and defeated the grave. I'll praise cause you're faithful and I'll praise cause you're true. And I'll praise cause there's nobody greater than you. Thank you for joining us for the Arise Church podcast. We hope this message has blessed you. For more content or resources, visit arisechurch.com. Matiwa, see you soon.